Hello. I might leave, I might, I might leave the meeting if you're recording. <laughs> ah, I haven't done this for a while. Where been a while. Been, where have you been all my life? <laughs> I know for the first half you weren't born last. Yeah, exactly. The first two first, probably, to be fair. My name's Neil Dudman. And my name's Dave Kite, and you're listening to the Nursery Business Podcast. Good. So nothing's changed with you in terms of number of nurseries. You're still at five nurseries at the moment. Still at the five. Still at the five, going very are you, well. So, are you yeah. uh, planning on expansion? Have you? Is that the plan? How are you feeling currently? Do you know what? It's a, it's a million-dollar question, and I could have a have 20 quid for every time somebody asks me that or asking what you're going to do and I always turn around and say regardless of what's going on regardless of what's going on with economies and means and funding and everything else it's still I believe the best industry to be in yeah there are rumors that certain people who've left the industry are thinking about coming back but we'll wait and see (laughs) Yeah. To answer your question, it's a great industry. Yes, it's got its faults. Yes, it's got its quirks. There are workarounds and it's it's really good for projecting where you're going to be at long term, short, short, medium, long term. Would I want to be an engineering firm? No. Would I want to be working in a cafe? No. I like the idea of forecasting and being organized and we know where we're going to be six months in advance and that helps you sleep at night i'm a great fan of subscription model and effectively this is a a modified subscription model so my mum for instance sold sold bin bags nothing exotic containerfuls of bin bag but every month first of the month profit margin profit number zero So she had her target that she had to make that month and every month she had to make the sales. And the start of the next month, back again, zero, start from zero. Whereas you never do. You you never start at zero. You might be down. You could be starting your zero is 50,000 and you need to get to 60,000. You don't have a zero generally unless you're starting from scratch. Yeah. And even then you don't really have a zero because you always op- open the doors with cash coming in. Otherwise you wouldn't open the doors. But no, I still think it's a great industry. And there's, there's a few people sold out. There's a few people thinking about selling out. But it all depends where you are in, in your life plan and what you're going to go off and do. If you're in your 40s, as I am, what do you go off and do? What what keeps you busy in the daytime? Because you can't go and play golf with your friends because they're all working so you have to go and do something else you have to play golf with old people like me yeah and then you get old yourself and then you get a bad back and then you just give up so i wanted to talk a little bit about some depressing news with some of the nurseries going into liquidation because they've had some conflict with hmrc how what what do you know about this at the moment you've always one of your favorite buzzwords is you don't know what you don't know and never a truer word has been spoken when it comes to minimum wage infringements so yes you don't know what you don't know but it begs the question should you know as a director and somebody in charge of a company you should make it your business to know so yeah so i can't agree more and as a director you have a responsibility to find out and uh, minimum wage is certainly a hot potato that if you get it wrong 
you potentially could be shut down. And I think this is what's happened to half a dozen of the nurseries around at the moment. It would appear yeah, that well, it would I, appear I think, that HMRC um, is on, on the go again because we were targeted a few years back of a minimum wage and it, it appears to be back again. I don't think it's gone away. I think the nursery sector is a is an obvious target for minimum wage in, inspections now. I don't want to go into details of the news that last week where I think at least half a dozen nurseries have not opened their doors again through various different reasons and we're not involved so we can't comment on the whys the it does appear the common theme is minimum wage infringements so without saying this was the cause one of the things to be wary of wary of is so there's two things really one is annualized salaries so i personally if i was working would prefer to get the same amount each month because you can budget but you actually have to be careful with contracts with that don't you because i think they can do annualized annualized minimum wage contracts in the schools where they're not actually working and so they spread it out but then you actually have to have that in the contract and i think that was that there was a court case as i believe and this was one that you could charge theoretically below minimum wage. I'm not giving advice. Obviously, we don't give advice and you should seek uh, professional HR advice. But if you can demonstrate that over the 12 months that you are paying more than a minimum wage, I think that's okay. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. When we've had our inspection, as, as long as it's in the contract of employment that it is a salary, and that's the way it works. So we're quite happy with it because for some somebody that may be working 30 hours one week and say 28 hours the next week on a schedule, they were absolutely fine with that. They just needed to know that all parties knew of what the deal was and that at the end of a, a certain period, it would justify up and be absolutely fine. And as long as that's in writing somewhere, it's not wasn't a problem. And reiterating, um, once more, you need to check with HR that what you're proposing to do is absolutely. Yeah, I can. I'm only speaking from my own personal experience. So, hey, there may be a set of special circumstances that I can rem- that I can't remember. I don't think there was double check. But the crux of the matter is that if you pay somebody close or on the minimum wage. You can't be deducting anything from their salary for benefits, i.e. childcare. And that's the information that I'm getting that used to be quite rife in the industry. And people, owners, charging their staff members for childcare, but taking it off of their payroll rather than paying them their salary, printing their pay slip all as per normal you would do with a normal staff member and then invoicing the staff member and then the staff member paying the nursery like any normal client. The other thing is if you pay slightly more than the minimum wage, this doesn't come into the situation at all anyway. Yeah, but you still got to make sure that what you potentially do deduct doesn't people pay tax on it at source or it doesn't drop them below the minimum wage threshold. So it's not just for somebody earning the minimum wage, it's for somebody that maybe. 10 20 percent over it but the deductions are meaning that they do go under it so you've got to be really careful you don't know what you don't know but as i said should you know as a business owner somebody running payroll and everything else should you? and that's where i think hmrc draw the line as to has this been done on purpose or has it not been done on purpose that may or may not be a criminal investigation but the crux of the matter is if you do take stuff away from people's pay HMRC will make you pay that difference to the person again. If somebody's had £500 worth of childcare for four years, 
they will want you to pay that person another £40,000 uh, because you haven't paid them it. And, and on, on top, top of that, that, they get a fine yeah. as well, which is going to be double what the money was, isn't it? Correct. So you get a two, 200% fine of what the money is. So that one person who you may have given £500 a month benefit for four years is going to cost you £120,000. And that's now, why bump you close the, the doors. Yeah, that could person be. that you paid that £40,000 to, they could do the right thing and return that money to you because they've had the benefit, et cetera, et cetera. But that's only got to be a staff member who doesn't work for you anymore, left under dark, cloudy circumstances, and they go, no, I'm not paying you that money back. And you can quite quickly get up to hundreds of thousands of pounds in terms of fine and money owed, and that's not sustainable for most nurseries just to pay out within 14 days. Without naming names or numbers, we do know of one person who actually had to pay tens of thousands of pounds back over over such an instant. But that wasn't even childcare. I don't think even that was childcare. I think that was just the annualised contracts. Anyway, as you said earlier, it's not an excuse to say you don't know. You have to find out it's your responsibility and you need to speak to your accountant and you need to speak to your payroll people and you need to double check because if you get an inspection, as we know somebody else who had a payroll inspection and it lasted a year, I think the final bill came to about 50 quid. Yeah, £57.21. I remember they had an almost two-year inspection. It was uh, just, yeah. Five or six handlers throughout her case and then got the bill for £57.12. So they will look in big details, so just be careful there. Heads up, sort it out, guys. Talk to people. We're always keen on, we're always promoting talking to you. Actually, that's what we do, isn't it? Talk to people. Talk. That's all we do is just talk. No <laughs> substance, just talk. Yeah. Talking of talking. What about <laughs> talking of talking? What, Are you going to walk the walk if you're talking the talk? Not with my teeth. <laughs> there were them... You sound like Ken Dodd, mate. <laughs> Very funny. And the conference. We've got the conference coming up in May and we will be closing the doors shortly for tickets. So if you're hearing this and you haven't bought your tickets, you need to go to conference.yournurserybusiness.co.uk and book your you don't need any www so it's just conference.yournurserybusiness.co.uk and book your tickets now because the hotel's booked, the speakers are booked and woohoo. And when will they be announced? Home to announce them next week or the week after. We might wait till after half term, actually. It's half term next week. So we pro- probably wait till the Monday after half term. But we've got four amazing speakers. Personally, that- very excited about all of them. That's you, me, and two others. <laughs> That's you, me, and both our alter egos. Yeah, Max and Charlotte. Very good. <laughs> yeah. There's not a big enough doorway to get our egos through, David. You know That's that. true. They've got double doors. Yeah. No, four different speakers, two male, two female, talking about lots of things to do with running your nursery, managing your nursery, and uh, how to be a better business owner. So there's going to be some amazing takeaways throughout the whole day. So it's looking forward to it. I think this is number six, isn't it? Wow. Gosh. This is the second one since COVID. I'm sure we did four before COVID as well. I'm enjoying this one. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, it should be epic. So we're going back to the St. John's Hotel in Solihull. Mm. And it's going to be an amazing day. We've got some great trade suppliers coming along with some discounts as well. They're going to be doing their speed pitches from the stage. So there's going to be a lot of networking, a lot of serious business talk, and a lot of fun as well around the edges. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Okay, it's good to be back. Let's hope this is not a one-shot wonder. No, no, the plan is now to to make your ears bleed on a weekly basis, once like we used to do. It's been a, it's been a busy time for for both of us with other projects and did personal you know, life. And, did on. you know we've had over ten thousand downloads? That means one person's listened to it ten thousand times. It's Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did actually. I was on the. Hey, a bit of breaking news here. I, for some reason, I logged back into my LinkedIn account and I hadn't been on there for donkey's years. I just wanted to have a little look and I'm going to, I'm going to name somebody now. I got a message saying, I am the listener on the nursery. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast. So here we go. Donna Richards, you, uh, you've got a personal mention. You are now our official listener. It's good to have you on board. And Who was that? I was laughing when you said. What, the lady's name mm. is Donna Richards. Oh, OK. <laughs> so it's goodbye to the listener and we'll catch up shortly. And we'll see you next week for another full podcast. Talk soon. Bye. Take care. If there are any topics from today's episode of the Nursery Business Podcast and you want to find out more or ask questions or have suggestions, email podcast at yournurserybusiness.co.uk. Take care, guys.